Welcome to Chapels from Rosedale Bible College. Thanks for joining our community for weekly chapels recorded on our campus in Rosedale, Ohio. We hope you are challenged and inspired by what you hear. Enjoy. I'm really excited about hearing uh, what Sheldon wants to share with us this morning. I've watched um, from a distance as he and Julie have operated their business, and I've appreciated what I've seen and heard. And actually, I would say I'm an admirer. So I'm very uh, grateful that Sheldon agreed to share his story with, the, with us this morning. Would you welcome him to here, Sheldon? All right, good morning. Um, it's good to be back. As Phil said, I grew up uh, right across the street. I had great memories growing up here. Used to play baseball right here before this building was built. Um, so I have a lot of great memories of growing up here. Phil, a couple, so I have a new hobby. In the last couple of years, I ride bike and I go on these long bike rides. And so, depending on how I go, Phil and Twala's house is a great spot to get water to refill my water bottles. I stopped in a few weeks ago. Phil wrote me into this conversation today. So, if I don't show up at your house for a while, Phil, you know why. <laughs> no more rides to your house. But no, it's, it's good to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit my, about my work story um, and kind of where I've been, the path I've taken, and some stuff that we have learned. And I'm going to draw an analogy with it and my newest hobby, riding bike. So uh, I thought, first of all, Matt, I'm going to show the first picture. I thought this was a timely picture because it actually is from last year, and it's right up front here. So. I just I had to put that up there. But riding bikes, there's a couple of things I think are similar to my path in life. Um, <clears throat> one is when I go on rides, I don't necessarily know where I'm going. I take off in my driveway and I just kind of decide as I go. And that's how our path has been in life. When I was your age, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, if you would have told me to go to a flooring store when I'm 48, I would have said you're crazy. Um, I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to be an accountant construction for 20 years and then here I am owning a flooring store so my path has just kind of been like my hobby it's just kind of been um, as I go through life but what I have found in life and in my hobby as well is my ride bike doesn't matter where I go it's the same thing every day right or every trip's the same you got to pedal you got to balance the bike you got to steer it you're getting exercise like it's all the same no matter which route I take and I have found that to be true in my life as well Every path I've been on, there's people in my area of influence. And so no matter what path you end up choosing, there's people that you can impact around you. And so that's the more important than, than what, what, what path you take. The last analogy before I get into my story is when I started riding bike, I had just a basic bike and I thought it was a good bike until it wasn't. Um, I rode, I kept going a little farther, a little farther, and so finally the local bike shop says, says, Sheldon, you need a better bike. So I upgraded to a new bike, and the difference was amazing. I could go farther, faster, more efficient, more enjoyable. It was great. Um, and then a few weeks ago, I broke my wheel, so I went in to get a new wheel, and Bill said, hey, Sheldon, you really need to try these wheels. These wheels are a difference maker. They're amazing. Go ahead and try them out. If you don't like them, just bring them back. He said, but I want to warn you, don't ride if you don't want to buy them because they're that good. And he was right. They're that good. And what we have found in life is 
what I found in my path, I'm getting ready to tell you my story, is um, equipment matters in life, character matters, values matter, and what you do and invest in other people matters more than the ride, and it makes a big difference. And so um, I'm going to tell you my story and try and tell you some of the piece of equipment, if you will, that we have, have learned. Um, so first of all, I did graduate from here. I met my wife, Julie. If you want to put the next slide up here, Matt, this is our family. Um, poor Julie, one out of four. Maybe it'll change eventually. But we met here. Uh, we got married. She never got out of here. Uh, Ryan is our oldest. He's a teacher and a coach. Brendan right here on this side graduated Sunday from High State in Engineering. And Drew uh, over here has one year left of college to be an accountant. So ironically, I was going to be a school teacher until I wasn't, and he is, and I was going to be an accountant until I wasn't, and he's going to be an accountant. So I don't know. I guess uh, I don't know what that says, but that's our family. Um, we left here. Uh, I started working for a construction company. I had been there for a couple of years uh, through, through college uh, summers. I went full time, and over the course of 20 years, I kind of worked my way through that company and did many jobs for that company and ended up the last eight years, I was the general manager of the company and kind of managed a lot of what the company did. And, and after that 20 years, about 10 years ago, we wanted to do something different. So I had seen enough of business, I had experienced enough of business that, that Julie and I felt there was a different way to do business and that being a business owner is not just about making money, it's about impacting other people. And so we wanted to be own our own business to do that well instead of just seeing how much you could make. And so we wanted to start our own business. And so we ended up buying a flooring company. Now there's there's a there's a little piece of the story I'm gonna come back to in a little bit of how we went from construction company to buying a business. And I'll circle back to that in a little bit. But we bought a flooring store uh, 10 years ago and it was a falling apart, dumpy place you would never go kind of store. Um, it was me and Julie, one other person in the office couple crew guys and it was a mess. It was, it was a mess. And 10 years, we've just had a lot of changes and there's a million stores I could tell you in there that we don't have time for, but things like firing people for stealing from us, having installers show up high, having installers steal from my assistant pastor doing their work in their house. That was a, that was a fun conversation. Uh, Sheldon, my son's limited edition Air Jordans are missing. Nobody's been here but your guys today. Um, so <laughs> it was a mess. Um, but we've cleaned it up and, and, and we're, doing, we're doing well now. And so um, I'll show you a few pictures. This is our store. Um, and if you go to the next picture, Matt, this is our group. Um, this is last year at our Christmas uh, banquet. So we have 20 people working for us. We start off with just like four or five. So it's been a fun ride. And these people are all are really, really amazing people. And so that's a very quick timeline for what we've done on a career standpoint. I'm going to spend the rest of the time kind of talking about some of the values that we've learned, that we try and learn, some of the, the wheels, if you will, the elite wheels that make life go better for us. So the first one's gratitude. So if you're in a position, of leadership or in your job, you own a company, gratitude is a big deal. It's not all about you. It's not all because of you. Be grateful for what you have. Many people would like to be in your situation. Um, 
what helps us maintain gratitude, the piece of the story I didn't tell you earlier. When we wanted to buy a company, we literally had a couple thousand dollars to our name. Like you, you can't buy a company with a couple thousand dollars. And there was a, there was a, a person, a couple uh, from a different state who found out about it and they approached us and said, hey, we really believe in, in, in loving people and using our finances to honor God and we want to take money out of the stock market and we want to invest in people and we want to invest in you and we want to loan you money to start your company. And we're like, okay, it's great, but yeah, no, thanks. Because I'm thinking if this fails, I've dug a hole I can't get out of. Because it was, it was big dollars. It was well in the six-figure numbers. It was a really big number. They came back to us a few months, a few weeks, a few months later and said, no, we're, we're really serious. We do want to, we really think God's calling us to help you start a business. And so we ended up, most of our funding came from somebody on a private loan um, with ridiculous terms as far as what they, their interest rates they charged us. Like, Julie and I are forever grateful because what we have is not because of us. We could not have gotten here without other people. And so no matter who you are, no matter where you're at, be grateful for what you have. Um, another one's humility. So um, if you're successful, it's not because of you. It's probably in spite of you, actually. So um, I mentioned early on, you know, we had... Uh, People had to fire for stealing from us and drug addictions. This is who we have now. These guys are amazing. They're all better than, than through the growth of our company, I have done every job because we were so small originally. So every, every job that somebody holds for us, I have done at one point. <clears throat> they all do better than I did, right? So have the humility to realize that you don't have all the answers. Uh, your workers are probably smarter than you and they probably do it better than you as well. And so. Um, stay really humble um, and, and understand that it's not just because you're, you're good at what you do. <clears throat> Another story about humility that is important, I think, is recognize you don't know what you don't know, right? So if you have a level of success in, 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 your, in your career path, it's easy to kind of go to your head and think, well, it's because I know what I'm doing. Um, <clears throat> A fun example, nothing to do with work, but it's a fun example to, to illustrate this, is you don't know what you don't know. <clears throat> so we have a tradition in our, in our family. Uh, when our boys graduate, I take each one of them on a father-son trip for three days. We just get away, and it's just me and our son. And so last summer, I was in Colorado rafting with my youngest son. And we're there by the river, and there's a ra all these rafts lined up. <clears throat> And the guide's there with the six of us in the raft, and they're telling you, know, give you instructions on basically do what I say, and we'll, it'll be a great run. And don't do what I say, and you'll all end up in the water, basically, right? And he looks at me and Drew and says, and I want you two at the front of the boat. I want you two in the front two spots. And of course, being arrogant, we looked at each other and we thought, that's right. I mean, of course we should be at the front. This is what we pictured in our mind, right? We're on the front too, and we are in charge, and this is going to be great. And, and these guys are lucky that we're actually in the front, right? The reality is, is right before we hit the most difficult, oh, and then let me back up. Right after he said that, the boat beside us said, we heard him tell his group, because of how the rafts go down the water with the holes in the rapids, 
it is vitally important that we have the most weight possible in the front of the boat. <laughs> it wasn't our skill. It was just because we were fat. <laughs> so that was the first humbling thing. As we hit the most difficult rapid section of the entire run, my paddle broke. I had to hunker down in the middle. I was completely worthless in when, when they needed me the most. And so this is what we thought was going to happen in our mind. And the next picture is reality. That's us right there. We're doing absolutely nothing. Our oars are sticking straight up. We were worthless. Um, be humble enough to know you don't know what you don't know. And somebody else probably knows better than you. Uh, empathy. Have empathy for other people, right? So if, if you're in leadership, management, own a company, value what your people say. Thank them often for what they do. Human nature, we love to correct people because, well, that was wrong. But we're very, very slow to say thank you for the job well done. And so make sure you really thank people and, 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 and empathize for what they're doing um, and value their feedback. So a couple of years ago, one of our, a couple of our main um, employees came to, came to Jonathan and I, Jonathan's our operations manager, and they said, hey, uh, we got to talk. There's some stuff that's just not working well. Like, we're really stressed out. And we're like, what? Everything's going great. Thankfully, Jonathan convinced me to keep my mouth shut. And we had a two-hour meeting, and we heard what, they were, what their frustrations were. And, and honestly, in my mind, I thought, man, this is what I wanted to say. You think your life's difficult? Let me tell you about my construction job when I was your age, right? Kind of like parents saying, well, I walked uphill both ways to school. Like, well, we didn't. Um, in the conversation, we said, we hear what you're saying. Um, give us a few days, come up with a plan of action. And so we did. We, we, we radically changed how we do something in our company because of their impact, their, their, their ideas and their feedback, which is not something we would have done on our own. And six months later, they were happier, they were less stressful, they were more productive, they were making more money, we were making more money, we were getting more work done. Like everybody won. Everybody was more successful because we were able to listen to their opinion, value their viewpoint from their, 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 their job, and not realize that we didn't know, know everything. So have empathy for your workers and, and hear what they're saying and, and, and value their opinion. The last one is generosity, and I don't have a whole lot to say on this one other than be generous. If you, if you end up owning a company, be generous. Like pay your people well. Um, paying them poorly to make more at the end to give a big check to charity is not really a good witness, honestly. Take care of your people, and then there's still money left over to give away. Like, it's just be generous. There's nothing, in my opinion, that's uglier than somebody who touts himself as a Christian business owner and treats their employees badly. Like, it's, just, it's a terrible witness. And so be generous. Um, what we have done is, is, is we have a fixed amount that goes to charity when we off the profits, but we even have a bigger amount that goes back to our employees. Because if you're successful, it's because they did their job well. It all goes back to them. So we, we push money back to the employees whenever we're successful because it's because of them, not because of us. So be generous. 
those four things, those four wheels, if you will, of values, we're not great at it, but we're trying. And, and what we have found is, is they do make a difference. Um, but I will, I will say this, it doesn't mean it goes perfectly, right? So just because you do the right thing, just because you love people well, does not mean it's gonna end well. The most difficult thing has ever happened to us from a professional um, experience happened a little over a year ago. Jose Martinez was one of our installers. He was a great, great skillsman. He was a great craftsman. He's a good coworker. Customers loved him. Coworkers loved him. We loved him. But he battled mental health issues, some of which I was aware of, some of which was, uh, I was not aware of to the extent of what was going on. January 15th, 2021, Jose committed suicide. At his funeral, his wife told me, and Jose was an immigrant, he was a, a laborer, his wife told me at his funeral, you and your company are the only people who ever valued him as a person. Everybody else saw him as a laborer. So she's like, I will never forget it. His kids are old enough to know it. His family is old enough to know it. His brother now works for us out of, as a result of this whole process. It didn't end well with Jose, obviously but these values still matter. These values still impacted him. These values will still impact his family even when he's gone. And so treating people well does not always have a happy ending, but we're called to love well and we're called to do it because it's the right thing to do. Um, if you want to put the last picture up, Matt. In conclusion, there's a nice peaceful setting of, of my bike ride one day. This is, if you, if you, this is about five miles this way if you're bored over off 161. Every path you take can be different. You might know where you're going. You might make decisions as you go through life like we did. But every path has people in it. Every path has people to impact. Every path has people to love well. And if you take the time and the money to invest in elite equipment, um, you'll never want to take them off again. Like, values matter, loving God, loving others. I mean, Jesus told us it's the most, two most important commandments, love God, love others. It does matter, it makes a difference, and your life will be much more peaceful and impactful and enjoyable if you find a way to get your elite wheels in life in whatever path you choose. So keep it simple, love God, love others, and your path will figure it out. So thank you for your time. And um, I'll say a quick word of prayer before we're done. Dear God, thanks for another beautiful spring day. Thanks for the chance to share. Thanks for what you've shown us in your word about loving you and loving others and help us to do that well, no matter what our path is. And um, just bless each one here. Bless these students as they uh, start their paths of life and give them wisdom and direction and give them motivation to to love you and to love others well. In Jesus' name, amen.
Thanks for listening. If you found this episode helpful, please share so others can benefit from it as well. And be sure to check out our other podcasts at rosedale.edu slash podcasts.